0: Mm-hmm. yep
1: yeah, i know you got it yeah do you think nebula has a vagina still
0: <laughs> no no uh thanos took that when he took her apart a thousand times
1: yeah he when he was just tearing her up he's just <laughs> i can't do it that's just, like i mean if you think about it he said he's taking her piece by piece i didn't think he'd take it like that
0: peace he he i mean all the technology that's in her body i don't think there's there's room for that reproductive system
1: no what was the song i'm i my listening comprehension dude i shit you not is not good <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude you, you said you said oh i got it i got it it's well a, i I knew what i
1: was gonna say the whole time
0: ain't no mountain high ain't no valley low
1: <laughs> great song don't even yeah, know so what I, it's I,
0: called I, that's ain't no mountain high no <laughs>
1: oh but yeah ain't
0: <laughs> um, no, man. i was i was for everybody i was humming a song from one of the guardians movies And I figured I'd give Hunter a fucking absolute layup other, other than, (laughs) uh, you know, maybe two other songs that are,
1: do you know what song I think of every time I think of guardians? He's like, Hey,
0: Hey, hey, yeah. Yeah. See like
1: that song. I still don't even know what that song is called. Isn't that Bruce Springsteen or something?
0: Come and get your love. No, dude. I had one guess to make myself sound somewhat here. relevant, and I just yeah. missed it completely. The the soundtracks are so good; it's all I've been listening to.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. like that's it. No. To <laughs> oh, things. see, we're out here lying now. Okay, yeah. So I can. I don't. Fifty percent of lies.
0: what I say is true. Fifty percent's a lie. That'd be there's a good podcast. There's, there's a <laughs> that would be so good. I don't know. I don't know. If most of what I say, anyway, is the truth. No. I just we just talk on here. Yeah. But we're gonna talk Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, um, so if you haven't seen been, the new
1: movie, just fucking leave. Right yeah, you now, got about sucka. you
0: got about thirty seconds before we start spewing some knowledge. But it, it's I think I think the spoil, you know, ban is probably over. It's been what, ten, eleven days since the movie came out. Um Yeah. And so yeah. we're we're gonna talk on it. Um do you, so I, I guess We should probably start... Yeah, we shouldn't just spew our thoughts, because
1: I know that's what I'm going to do. I have a list of things, and I know I'm just going to word
0: shit. Do you want to go down your list, or do you want to go from the beginning of the movie to the end? Let's
1: just go for... First, let's go overall like 30-second elevator talk review
0: of the movie. Honestly, for, for me... It's, it was, I have it third on my list. I, I'm a, I'm a crazy big fan of all three movies are in my top 10 of, of the MCU movies. Um, I just think being, you know, a, a real big nerd of the Marvel universe, I saw a lot of it coming and as far as rocket story, but James Gunn made it even better. Um, and just the character development, it was bittersweet. Uh, you know, at the end, because a lot of characters go their separate ways and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, I saw I saw it twice, and and I still think it's it's just next level. It's to me, I'd say it's what Thor Love and Thunder wanted to be. Thor Love and Thunder had one of the biggest villains in Marvel Comics history, and they fumbled the bag. And Thor is way too funny, and they try to have emotion at the end, but it was just a little off. And then the Guardians had. A big villain, but not nearly as well known as Gore the God Butcher, and then just made him absolutely disgusting, and it made you just, you know, the whole movie made you love characters, and they bounced the comedy and the emotion like crazy. Yeah. That was
1: more than 30 seconds. I was like probably like 35 to 40, just so you know. So we'll have to work <clears> on that. I'm fired. Also, I can't see you right now. I think a, uh, Riverside didn't update where if your internet gets bad. Oh, I see you again. You just popped up. Okay. Hey, Drake. I think it just makes the video go away and it keeps the audio cooking and that makes it way easier. Because if it was like audio and video, like trying and like glitching a bit, like I hope that's like when a real it, update. That when, it,
0: when it normally does and yeah. it's just one of us. We just have it. to guess if the other person can yeah. hear what we're saying. Well, it's that's fine because nothing happened on my end. So here's your, your turn, Guardians review. Go. Perfect.
1: Overall. Um. All right. So overall, very good movie definitely the best marvel trilogy i think it's by default in some ways but the best marvel trilogy um i think it had everything i wanted to besides that one like over the top scene of action that makes you like almost like you can feel it in your fucking inside and Mm -hmm. then another scene where you like cry and i got like it was a little emotional at times but it wasn't like I wanted to just do a little bit more, and I think the issue with this one was with Thor Love and Thunder, the expectations were super high, but right away, the critics were like, eh, let's temper that. Here's why. Yeah. Guardians was like, everyone's like, no, nah, this is the fucking shit. Mm. So I don't want to shit on it, because I do have it in, I think it's number seven for me right now, but I have to see it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. I went. I even went sober, dude. Like I was ready to just indulge that movie, and I just... I don't know. Like I said, it's, so, it's I, nine I, out of 10. I just think my yeah. issue is I wanted literally 10 out of 10 because of Marvel's mm-hmm. been lacking. And I think that yeah. was part of the issue
0: too. Oh, also, I think people say, so I have a bunch of things to say back. I think people say Marvel has been lacking, but then, you know, what kind of forever was it? Was a mid tier movie? Shang-Chi was, was great. Like people forget that these movies came out after no way home also came after, you know, so they were making good movies. But then not all of them are great. And because people became fans after Infinity War and that cliffhanger, and then they saw it all come together in Endgame. Yeah. they Tough. Like, <laughs> we're, we're, it's like We want to see that, right? We want to see that every time. But you don't understand that. We had to go through Thor, Thor Dark World ant-man you know like they're they're okay yeah, good. all these they're like good mid-tier movies. movies the thing that makes it is you know you want all these movies to be really good but the thing that makes it is when you're like holy shit how did ant-man connect to fucking iron man you know like shit like that yeah um and so what i would say is iron man as far as the trilogies go thor's got four movies but ragnarok's elite the other two are okay yeah ant-man's ant-man's out um, Spiderman Avengers has four. Yeah, sp- Spider- Man, Spider-Man's good, but the Captain yes. America trilogy. I think sp- that the, the the first, the first, the first Captain America is a little slow, but it's a good story. Yeah. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is one of my favorite because uh, it's just like an espionage espionage movie on steroids and then civil war is almost a fucking avengers movie yeah so i I thought i thought before guardians that it was the best trilogy but now it's you know it's i don't i wouldn't say guardians is easily the best trilogy but like i didn't have to really think about it after i saw the third movie and then my 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 last thing about what you said with the movie is james gunn was so attached to these characters that came out of left field i remember in like 2013 i saw a pre like a tra- the first trailer for guardians and i was like you know i just started watching marvel you know i watched the avengers and i like, yeah, it's really cool but you didn't and then i saw guardians and i was like what in the fuck is this you know yeah. i was like i read comics growing up and i didn't know what the guardians of the galaxy was and so he took these characters and instead of that big moment that you wanted it to be like, I have to save the universe. Like they did in the first two movies. They, he made it so much more personal. It wasn't about that because they were yeah. already established. They didn't have to save the universe again. And if you watch the first movie in the second movie, it was like rocket was really the main character. the secret protagonist, like the whole time. Yeah. And James, Gun- James Gunn even said that. So I know what you're saying. It was like a big climax and I wanted to see maybe a little bit more of a battle with the high evolutionary, but I don't, I also, I don't think he's dead. They no. didn't show him. Right. I don't, I don't think, think he's he, dead either. Yeah. So I know what you're saying. It was, it was not necessarily anticlimactic, but it wasn't about him. It was about Rocket's story. And I think he's going to be back. So it was, it was just more personal. And, and I, I love that. I, I thought that he was so, Fucking vile too. Like there was moments where he was talking to Rocket, and you're like, oh, he's being nice to Rocket, and then he grabbed his face, yeah. about how nasty, like, a piece of shit he was. He's like, he's like, we're going for perfection. He's like, and you're halfway there. Yeah. And then he gets up and like throws him off his lap and walks away.
1: Thought he was gonna go up on his own planet, and he just yeah. grabs him. He's like, look at you. No one wants yeah. you. Like,
0: do you he say, you, you look like you were put together by f- like fat thumbed kids or something. <laughs> it was so sad i i I felt it i felt the emotions more than you did yeah
1: Yeah. and i think just to bounce off part what you said i think one of the things that i really did like about the movie is it had like an infinity war Endgame vibe to where you could literally Mm -hmm. feel the entire story playing out and they were bouncing from like person to person story to story time to time and you're like Mm -hmm. learning all these things and you literally are just watching it come together as one Mm -hmm. at the end yeah. Um, that lead would lead us into Rocket's story. Mm-hmm. Um, that was super sad, and like yeah. not just for like anyone, like not just for animals, like for anyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like the fact that in a Marvel movie they had like Rocket and his and his hilariously ugly animal friends growing yeah. growing together, and they just shoot them square in the head. Like yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. I when I saw that when the otter went down, Lila, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is like kind of like james bond vibes now like good what yeah rocket about to go off
0: and 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 that was that was another scene that like i I, so i saw it twice and i teared up at that part both times because it's so you see you see how happy rocket is right and and he's just naive he's so smart but he's not as naive as what you thought because he was collecting those parts to make the key card at the same time yeah but you know so he makes his friends and he's all happy and you know I was really, really hoping that um, uh, Lila didn't die. I I was hoping that, I was hoping in the trailers when it showed them hugging, it was them reconnecting.
1: Yeah. And then it was not. When
0: when she shot, when he got shot, well, yeah, when, when, when she got shot, you know, you see Rocket turn around. You know, he breaks down and see that they all died or whatever. And he's like crying. And then you see the high evolutionary like mock his cry like well and it's like it was that was a moment that like your heart's like breaking and you're like holy shit like this dude literally doesn't give a fuck no and then and then that was when you saw rocket turn on him his face went from like that innocent and you could see it and he went he immediately turned into like that that asshole that he's been for the first two movies that we saw and then he fucking tore his face off
1: tore it up tore that shit to nebula what are you looking at? What's the update?
0: The Spurs got the fucking number one overall pick. They did? The Spurs. Oh. What, what have the Spurs done to deserve that? Like, Houston hasn't won any championships. Sorry, we're going off the rails here because it just happened live, but the Spurs just got the number one <laughs> overall pick in the one by Anna. Wait, okay. dude,
1: what did Detroit get? Did they get, like, the fifth or sixth pick or something? Because pissed.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. It was Hornets, Blazers, and then Rocket. So they must have
1: got like the fifth pick, Detroit. <laughs> well, that sucks,
0: dude. I'm sick of seeing the Hornets too. Michael Jordan's probably not even going to draft Scoot at number two. He's going to draft some fucking. He's going to redraft Adam Morrison or some they shit. Might,
1: they might have to trade it because someone's going to want Scoot. All
0: Shoot. right,
1: back to Guardians. Yeah,
0: back back to Guardians. Good, good um, for Pop.
1: So um, if,
0: if, yeah, go go with Rocket story.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say more like, um, well, one comment I wanted to make is Rocket's baby voice. Very cute. Oh, when yeah. he was like helping them solve equations mm. and stuff as like the little guy. Very cute. Very cute. Yeah. Uh, um, What did I say? I think what bothered me the most about it was, you know, right when, when Rocket almost dies and he's kind of seeing Lila in the, you know, gates to mm. heaven or whatever you want to fucking think. The forever. Yeah. I I think we all knew she was going to pull some, like, it's not your time. Or, like, he was going to, you know, snap out of it. Mm -hmm. But I still think I've, I don't know. I wanted more closure from my guy, dude. Like, I get that he's happy with the rest of the Guardians now. But I want, like. Closure for who? For Rocket, dude. I want him to, like, get Neck or something, dude. Like.
0: From Lila? From someone, dude. Like. (laughs) Dude. Dude. You know he wants it, dude. Dude, I think that his connection with those people were, was so much more than that sexy otter hands, those metal otter <laughs> hands. Which it's it's a shame that that they took away the otter hands. You see, like at zoos, there you can like hold hands with an otter. That's like, <laughs> yeah, like that's like half of I the read. reason you hold that that you like otters.
1: Well, I, I fucking you know it. that's yeah. probably why they fucking took it, dude.
0: Mm. just
1: like they made the bunny look like a spider dude they gave that thing eight prongs out of its back like it didn't just leave like four like
0: dude i'll tell you what that so like that that scene that scene was one of the ones that that you know teared me up too because rocket's like so self-deprecating and you you can see when he's mean in the first two movies it's because he's like making up for that he doesn't trust anybody you know but he also had to live five years during Endgame with you know all of his losing his friends for the second time. So you yeah. see him change over the you know after volume two and end game. So he, he is not a complete asshole anymore. You know, he trusts his friends and whatnot. But when that happened and he came back to life and you know you can see Gamora like actually care. She sees that they're actually a family. Yeah. And then Groot couldn't even get close enough. So he wrapped even more of his branches around him. I was like, <laughs> oh squat yeah and then so like to start the movie so i'm huge on the music in these movies to start mm-hmm. the movie fucking creep played over the acoustic version when rocket was hanging out and it's like such a self-deprecating song and it's that that set the tone for the entire movie because the first two movies it's a very upbeat music and yeah like, and this it, it's it's, li- like there was so a lot bad. of color in this music but it was in a darker way as yeah. well and like i i absolutely love the opening scene um And then fucking, you know, it showed uh, Peter Quill was just hammered off his ass because he's still depressed about Gamora. Yeah. No, that
1: was, I need to see it again. That's, that's part of the thing. Uh, But my next comment is I do The second
0: time, I will say real quick, the second time you see it too, you're not, you're not like focused on what is going to happen. You know, what's going to happen. So you can focus on the detail more.
1: Yeah. yeah, second time seeing through is always almost just as enjoyable as the first, maybe mm. more if not.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, do you think anyone from PETA has seen the movie?
0: Because you know, a oh, lot yeah, of kids,
1: are, a lot of kids are going to be seeing that.
0: Yeah, I think. Um, I've seen some stuff on Twitter about people saying shit or whatever, and it's like, dude, a it's fake. B it's it's overcoming all of that, right? <laughs> like, it's not a it's not a glorifying story. It's like about. Overcoming that shit, so fuck yeah. Peter.
1: I mean, I feel like you can kill a human before you can kill like an animal on TV. I
0: know it's so weird, but it's something about that. It's it's that the the animals are so innocent, and humans can actually think for themselves, and they're still just awful. And it's like, oh, the person just died, huh? It's like, yeah. Oh my god, that, ot- <laughs> that otter got her
1: arms cut off. The otter named Lila.
0: Like, <laughs> I my name floor because I'm lying on the floor. <laughs>
1: Forgot about their names.
0: You can call me teeths because we all have them, but mine are more prominent. (laughs) That's Uh, great. Thanks, man.
1: My next point that threw me for a complete loop, and I think it's because of, I think it's Guardians Two.
0: Guardians 2 Mm -hmm. the
1: at the end is where you see Adam Warlock right being like created.
0: It's in his cocoon, yeah.
1: Yeah, in his cocoon. So I thought that was literally going to be like main part Mm -hmm. of this entire movie like I thought he was the villain and then it's like how do we take this guy down so one the character that they picked the kid from we're the millers is fucking hilarious so I couldn't take him seriously at first um but he I think is a I think he's an interesting character because he's one like I said I thought he was going to be bad the entire time so Mm -hmm. to watch his arc develop and then he ends up you know as a member of the guardians by the end of the movie um I'm really excited to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um but like I said it was kind of a shock for me to not like I thought he was going to be super powerful. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even know about the high evolutionary like before I saw the movie. So like yeah. I like I said I thought he was the villain. I didn't I don't even think I saw the trailer to the movie. Actually that's see, why I, I
0: I wish I was like that because then I get all hyped up and I'm like I'm like waiting and waiting and what you know yeah, like Look when I when stuff. I saw the first trailer back in December. So I and, and being being a comic fan, I knew about adam warlock i knew about the high evolutionary and obviously you know doing more research after i see the trailers and i saw they brought out um the high evolutionary at comic-con too so i started like looking into it more uh and uh so in the comics adam warlock ends up being good and he he doesn't he's he's an integral part in the infinity saga and defeating thanos and he actually has the soul stone in his forehead.
1: Oh, really? In the comics.
0: But they did some, they weren't ready to introduce Adam Warlock in number two, like they thought they were going to. So they had to switch it up and they put it in vision and whatnot. That's why he had that bolt in his forehead in this movie. So the, the other thing is, they wanted this story was about introducing Adam Warlock, and I know what your expectations yeah. were, but it was about introducing him and giving him room to grow. I think, you know, so and he has like, a ton of we, room to grow. Yeah, because I don't. I think him being that sort of character, not being in the Infinity Saga, it's more tricky to grow his character if you just make him ready-made because he's kind of like a, a really well-spoken British guy and he's just yeah. a badass <laughs> and he can kind of like kill anybody, you know, cause he's like that powerful. So making him come out younger and before and having to like grow at, you know, his brain and grow his like powers that, that gives him room to grow. But like a couple times, like when he, when he first came in, first of all, the, the song that he had when he was flying in was sick. yeah, And, and, and then when he got in there, he base, you know, he got stabbed or whatever, but like he ran through everybody. Oh yeah. And then it was just they they did so much at the end of the movie to make him not a factor on purpose, so it could be more about the guardians. And I like I I, I like that they gave him room to grow, but I I too agree. I think if I had one thing to say, I, I wish that he was a little less like silly.
1: Yeah, but and I actually. It- it wasn't a disappointment as much as it was a shock because like I said, I literally just thought he was going to be the bad guy of the movie. So like when you go in thinking that, and then it's Mm. just like, you're you're like, Oh, he could still be like this. And then I'm like, Oh no, this movie's not about him.
0: Mm -hmm. And I I thought he was going to be bad, bad. And I knew at some point he was going to turn good. I, my shock was that he acted like a 10 year old, you know, (laughs) but I was surprised. I think, um, I think that God, I can't even think of his name now. Uh, the kid from We Are the Millers. I think he got fucking huge for the movie, and I I think that he's gonna end up being really good for that role.
1: I agree. No, I like now that I know it's more of an expansive role, and that he's just gonna be mm. like once they get their own movie. I think it's gonna be really cool watching kind of that whole team. Throughout. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? Because I was gonna push that into one other thing. No, I got a ton to say. So, you, well, you, yeah, no, you, I have, I have, a, no, I have a bunch of stuff still on my thing. Um, um, as far we'll as Adam go, Warlock, I, I'm good. No, I'm, good on the, I'm good on the Adam Warlock. I just want to move over to the High Evolutionary. And I'll mm. just let you say uh, what you want to say first. Because you know so much more about it. And mm. then you can kick it over to me.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, even even when it just came from him um, destroying the planet at the end. Like, when you, you can tell he was so obsessed with, with just rocket because his thing was, you know, when, when he said there is no God, that's why I stepped in. I was like, oh. like, because when Peter Quill was saying, I don't need another whack job that, you know, his mother didn't love him telling, you know, tell me his plan to, yeah. uh, you know, destroy the universe. He's like, I don't want to destroy it. I want to cure it. You know, I want to perfect it. And, um, the, it, he just, he was so evil and obsessed. And, and he only got more evil because he got obsessed with Rocket. Because every time he was trying to create the perfect society and he would blow it up, there was failure. And I think it was, cre- I, I should have put it together that he created The Sovereign because The Sovereign are not in the comics. Yeah. They're not, they're not MCU. So I just thought James Gunn. Was like, oh, here, it's kind of cool, and so that's why you know uh, Adam Warlock worked worked with him and whatnot. But um, then he was so obsessed with going after Rocket and probably pissed off because his face looked like shit. He had that little mask on, but that he made so many upgrades to his body and his armor um, and and whatnot. But I, I think I think he was pretty perfect for the role. I've seen him. I don't know if you've seen Peacemaker either. James Gunn made oh, Peacemaker yeah, I've seen at Peacemaker. DC. Um, he's the lead detective and he was the first butterfly or whatever. And he was kind of bad in that, but, um, ended up being good. And, and so I thought, I just thought he was a really good actor. And he, he just did a really, really good job of being basically a psychopath and switching from, he kind of looks nice. Like he's being okay right now to just saying I'm yeah. Like with a straight face, like he's like, what do we do with the, the rest of batch? Aiden? And he's like, incinerate him. Like, yeah, you're like about, yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much said
1: my tiny bit of thoughts that I have <laughs> in there with him. Yeah. No, I mean, mixed stretchy face, um, super strong. I. Uh, he what was what would he do? Was it was like a laser in his arms. Or What was he?
0: He he basically um had the ability to control gravity
1: oh yeah because he i remember because he kept slamming rocket all over the place at the end yeah
0: but but and then it was so fucking cool to see well first of all right right at the beginning of the movie rocket had his um anti-gravity boots yeah and then you're like oh that's kind of cool but it's you and you know when marvel throws something in there and they it's say it's going be specific, used again. specifically yeah it's gonna be used again so they used it when they went to the orgo corp and you're like oh shit that's so cool that's why they're they're using these right now and then he he's when he, uh the high evolutionary at the end was holding rocket up there he smacked the anti gravity boot too and he and he was like oh yeah oh yeah no i i, I did like him
1: um oh, i actually had someone to say um i think it was kind of like in the thor movie with uh not even thor uh kang from ant-man mm-hmm. where yeah. he definitely displayed that he can be basically the most powerful guy in the movie Mm-hmm. Um, but all I wrote in my notes is anyone that kills animals is kind of a piece of shit, yeah. so it kind of goes back to where you said, where like he would do a little bit of like, oh, like i know we're trying to find what's best for you Liz, Mm -hmm. and it's like oh yeah incinerate that batch that i didn't that i made 98 percent perfect they have Mm -hmm. no no need to live anymore yeah and then when he's like telling them he's gonna let let them all go free and make this perfect planet for them to roam on and Mm -hmm. then he's just like oh no no not you you're fucking a
0: piece of shit he's like you can understand the inner workings of, of whatever this this machine he's like but you didn't understand that he's like look at you and that's when he said <laughs> like you've been put together by fat thumbed kids or something like that and I was like Dude. he's just so mean and he's obsessed yeah. with
1: rocket because he's jealous of him
0: yeah because he had no idea why his machine wasn't wasn't working it was like the uh, some sort of proteins that was producing the aggressiveness and the animals and rocket was like oh we just gotta fix this <laughs> <laughs> oh mister you just gotta go over here and put the thing in
1: there and a in. it's a the, like, oh.
0: the best thing too is that rocket's so smart but he his grammar is awful and he's like you can't and and he's like <laughs> can't and it almost sounds like he calls him a cunt, <laughs> <laughs> cunt. Kids. Uh, then so um I, I saw you mentioned um I, I, did you say you wanted, like, there to be, like, more power, like, displayed by, like, characters? Yeah. Like because more I, pop. what what I did think, and, and they rarely do it for the Guardians of the Galaxy characters, but also at the same time, I think sometimes why you don't see their power is because they're also not going up against humans all the time, you know? So did you watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special?
1: No, I didn't watch any of the things. Like so the it's like, like an hour it's
0: like an hour special and they go down to earth because Peter's all depressed about Gamora and they kidnap Kevin Bacon cuz that's his like footloose hero oh yeah uh Drax and Mantis do and they go down there to earth and the like they break into Kevin Bacon's house and like steal him and shit and the cops get called and they're like shooting drax and mantis and the bullets are just like popping off of them yeah So, and then they're like just like picking up like drax is like picking up police cars and shit they're so strong but then they're they don't live on our planet you know they they're facing other people that are not humans so i think that's why sometimes you don't see that power but they did i know drax ended up getting his ass beat by adam morlock but like he was going toe to toe with him for a minute, and Adam Warwick oh, yeah. is like one of the most powerful guys in the MCU. So, I, I, I mean, I did like that, I, just, yeah. I know what you're saying because they don't show it all the time. To whereas, like, they started to show like Captain America after like the, fir- the first movie, Captain America, was so nuked it was kind of bad. Like it was it, so it, bad. Like the, move, the movie was good, but it was yeah. They didn't show him doing anything with his power other than like jumping over a fence. <laughs> no, and then in the in the you know the second movie or like Civil War, I think is the movie. He's um he's holding the fucking helicopter and he's on the helicopter.
1: Yeah, and it shows he go he can go toe to toe with Iron Man. They're like, yeah. okay, we gotta make so sure
0: people know shit like that happens with the Guardian. So it's I I know what you're saying. It's like I want to see more, but I. I get why. And James Gunn is such a comic book fan that, and he's also a fan of the Guardians and developing their story, that he wants to stay true to that rather than absolutely giving everything as fan service.
1: Yeah. Now, I mean, what am I going to say? <laughs> Every time
0: I make a bad, point, a
1: bad point, you're like, hey, here's why you're a little wrong about that. And then after you say it, I'm like, well, fair
0: yeah all right well what what was your what was, so one of, one of my beefs immediately coming out before i had time to think and then go see the movie again was about gamora what what are your thoughts there i was as as a love bird myself
1: i was very upset gamora and star lord didn't end up together at the end um i actually didn't mind how they arced her throughout the entire movie where it was like Nah, cold, cold, cold warming yeah. up a little bit, and then it's like mm-hmm. kind of sees that this is this was her family they're she's seeing the reasons that she loved being a part of them and mm-hmm. starts to see you know certain things in Peter, but at the end, she just leaves with the ravagers, and then I learned mm-hmm. that Zoe Southon is done with the role, so I was yeah. like, oh, they really just like are fucking me there, um yeah, in terms of her, like you know I don't her you know she's badass, she's a good fighter, mm-hmm. but like she wasn't one of my favorite characters. So I liked learning more about her. I liked seeing her play off Nebula too. And as they Mm -hmm. became kind of closer. But yeah, I was pretty hurt that her and Peter didn't end up together.
0: Yeah. So I, I left the theater and I was, I was like kind of upset about that too, because you see how hard they had to work through the first two movies. Like they had to literally save the galaxy twice for them to kind of realize that, that they loved each other or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why. So Part of the reason, I think, is that Zoe Saldana is – she only wanted to play the role for a certain amount of time, but also it kind of sucks when you're building this universe and James Gunn had to be – like, I think he was updated in due time that Gamora was going to die, but they nuked one of his characters, you know, and so – yeah. I'm sure that didn't change the story a ton because it wasn't gonna be a the third movie wasn't gonna be about Gamora and Star Lord. It was gonna be about Rocket. So if anything, you know, she was just gonna be along for the ride and they were gonna be cool and you know, Nebula, blah, blah, blah. So it actually probably helped her story more because through the first two movies, she was flushed out. It was, you know, and and Infinity War, it was like her too. So I I loved Gamora and, and Quill together, but you know, when I got out of there I kept thinking, you know, What what are 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 they are they gonna get back together? And you can like you said, you can slowly see them. She starts to like crack a smile. You know, they hug at the end. Blah blah blah. Yeah,
1: like things. But
0: but then I I got to think. I I James Gunn likes to make things more personal too and more realistic for people to relate to. And it seemed like here, yeah, there there might be a chance for them to get back together in the future. Like maybe maybe Zoe Saldana will make a appearance in like five years because Star Lord is gonna return. So maybe they'll make an a appearance down the line and they'll be back together or they're fine. You know, some, some shit like that. Like she'll sign like a one movie deal or something like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think a lot of it was supposed to be more like a, a metaphor for like people like just drifting apart or, you know, something like that too, because that shit happens all the time in real life. And they kind of left it in a limbo to where they seemed like they're okay. Even though it broke my heart. He, she was like, I bet we were fun. And he said, like you wouldn't believe. I was like, oh, yeah. you gotta be fucking with dude, me, dude. Because
1: I was literally was just gonna say that. Like they tried to make that scene the part where it makes you like, oh, this the tug the heartstrings. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, that's it. And I was like, that's corny as fuck. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. As they're like walking past each other, like the dude yeah. that turn around. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. Like,
0: yeah. No, I know. I know what you're saying as like you know you want the happy ending, right? You but but that's not his Gamora, and you see. That like like I said, they had to go through two galaxy-saving missions for the original Gamora to even realize they'd only been around each other for a week. You know, yeah. the movie the movie happened within fifty hours, right? True. And so and so they had talked in Endgame, and she disappeared, and he was immediately looking. So like they they haven't been around each other like that, and so I think there would have been more questions of. She was the baddest bitch on the planet, you know, the, the deadliest woman in the galaxy, and it took her, what, from 2014, and the second movie came out in 2017, which is really cool that they had the same timeline as, as us. It's not like, you know, Star Wars is amazing, and a lot of people build their shit off that, but it's like in a galaxy far, far away. There's no actual year. Now it's yeah, like – yeah. They they met each other in 2014, and at the end of 2017, they were like in love. They'd only been around each other for like a week, so I get it, but it sucks. I wanted to see them together so bad.
1: Yeah, and then you touched on um, Drax too, dude. Mm. I don't know if it was if I was just gig had the gigs or something, but he was hilarious in the in the in the third movie. Like, and he's funny in the other two. But he oh, yeah. was absolutely fucking hilarious in the I
0: thought, and, and again, I, I I'm, I'm gonna you know we, we can always put out our updated uh, MCU rankings or whatnot too. But like I said, I have it at number three, and that's after seeing it twice. And I am on a bit of a high right now, so there's a chance it moves. But I put it ahead of Winter Soldier, and I you know don't take that lightly. So yeah. I have it at number three, and I don't think it's going to move because, like I said, it's got it's got the highs, it's got the lows, it's got the music, the fucking humor. Was so funny, Drax. So when they when they snuck into the Orgo Corp and they saw Nathan Fillion and they were, and I saw you said something about their like weird Power Ranger yeah. suits. They were like they were like that organic material because that's what they were like uh, guarding and whatnot too.
1: Yeah,
0: and they snuck in there and you see quill just thinking he's like what the hell and then drax starts saying some dumb shit he's like yeah look at these stupid jumpsuits that blend in with other people's skins better than (laughs) others or whatever and then and then quill's like yeah that's the boss's nephew you know and nathan fillion's like oh yeah we both got one of those (laughs) yeah we got one of those (laughs) he starts talking shit about him right there and he's like because the scene before, he uh, Nathan Fillion made something up, and the other guy's like, "Oh yeah," and he's like, "No, you don't." Because I just made that up. And then, <laughs> and then he goes, "Oh, I thought you said something else." He's like, yeah. didn't do that. and then so skip to the next scene. He he's like, "Yeah, we got one of those," and he looks at him and he's like, Ugh. and then he's like, "This guy, this guy is doing great, though." This, he's like, he's like, every time this guy does something, I want to wring his neck, and he's doing it all. <laughs> and then. And then, as soon as as soon as they leave, like that scene is absolutely incredible. As soon as they leave, their Mantis is like, "Guys, our uniforms or whatever, spacesuits," and they're all yelling at Mantis. And then, um, uh, Drax is like, "Mantis, you asshole!" <laughs> <Because> <laughs> he doesn't understand. Like they they mention it in the first one when they're when they're like, uh, "He's he's like a walking th- thesaurus. his people can't like gather information like that, it'll go right over his head. And he's like, he's like, nothing will go over my head. I'm too fast. I'll catch you. So he has got no idea about that, like, actual, like, kind of, like, thinking. And yeah. so he's like, Are we all yelling at Mantis again? And then he's like, Smiling. He's like, Mantis, you asshole. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. And, and it's just is- like the way they were able to go from like the emotional scene of Quill talking to Gamora and he thought he was only on her calm, but he was talking to everybody. <laughs> and then they're like, we were all cringing too. And they were like, Oh my God, we we're just hoping it would stop. I thought, go ahead about Drax, but I thought Mantis was amazing too.
1: Yeah, she was. Um I, I guess more just last thing about Drax. Um, now I forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead with your Mantis. <laughs> dude yeah well so this is what i do because i have a thought in my head and then i and then i let you talk and then i try to like and and then 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 i I, well then i think of a new thought to respond to you yeah and then i'm like all my thoughts oh no the only thing i was gonna say is um i think what really set the difference between this and the new thor was i think thor is always just trying to be too funny and it's this Mm -hmm. like dumb funny Mm -hmm. where like the lines they give drax and the jokes they write for him are so like unintentionally witty that Mm -hmm. you have no way of seeing it coming and it just that's why it ends up being so funny is because it actually like you think about it it surprises you and then it's like it's hilarious
0: well and and so there's a lot that goes into that too so it's the guardians right and then it's just thor the guardians have each other to work off of and they've they've built that chemistry in the past and all the movies are kind of the same to where Thor is like, we tried this, this movie sucked, This movie yeah, is great. You tried this. And then dudes we tried, Plato. they, they tried to do another kind of Ragnarok, but up the ante and it didn't work. And it was just Thor. Right. So, and, and it also doesn't help that Thor's a God and we know he's not going to die. Right. Yeah. You, you, are able to connect with some of these characters that that we go to the movie. Yeah, because they're more Drax might die. I think like I thought Drax was going to die. Everyone thought Drax gonna die. because and I think a lot of people you know thought it was either going to be Drax or Rocket, and, and I'm glad it ended up being this way. But I thought Drax was going to die, so he could be with his wife Yvette and his daughter camaria because they they died early on. But the way that they kept him alive, I I and you know had him basically be a dad to all those kids, I thought was amazing. But yeah, it's it's crazy how you you're just able to connect with that sense of humor rather than his sense of humor can be dumb, but it's he's like aware of it, you know, or or we are to where we're not really sure what they're doing with Thor. So when he's making these dumb jokes, it's like it's so hit or miss.
1: Facts,
0: you know, yeah. So
1: there he goes again. dude just dismantling my points.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was, I was helping your point. No, I mean, you were. I, was, I just doubled down on it. But then Drax and Mantis worked together so well. That's why when he was crying when she left, I was like, oh my god, dude. Like Dave Bautista is a fucking good actor. Yeah, he's a really and, good actor. And he's gonna be in a lot of other shit. Um, but dude, I, I thought Mantis. I thought she like. She didn't do much in in uh Infinity War. She was kind of just, you know, talking a little bit here and there. And she was coming out of her shell and she was just more weird in volume two. But this movie and and in the um if you I think you would have got a better sense for her too if you'd have watched the special because a lot of it was Drax and Mantis and mm-hmm. how they worked off each other and and it only made this movie better and i thought she was so funny in like a weird way and then she also brought like the emotion when she would fucking yell at nebula and shit
1: yeah and she was strong dude in the beginning of the movie yeah. she was like kick kicking people's ass and i was like oh yeah i didn't i didn't know if that was gonna be a thing she's a bus
0: and well, lips dude in in the in the comics mantis uh it's a it, i can't remember what like level or what type it is but um she she's like insanely strong so like they nuked her but then you also got to see how strong she was because she fucking put to sleep ego the living planet you know Mm -hmm. so they just they have to find their alleyway and i wonder if they bought themselves time to see whether they want to bring her back or not because she works with the guardians but also in the comics at some point she gets with vision so maybe she's gonna go off and find white vision that'd be kind of sick yeah That'd
1: be kind of cool. Yeah, I I would be perfectly cool with her staying sticking around in pretty much any capacity.
0: I like I like oh, her yeah.
1: character a lot. I like what she brings to the movies, and she doesn't have to be a dominant character to have like mm-hmm. significant scenes.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I I agree. I think she works really well as like the secondary character, and in, in this movie, everybody got their moment to shine. It was it was it was Rocket's story, even and it's crazy because even though he wasn't in half the movie, they showed all of his flashbacks and stuff and it was his story and he was the main character but during that time of him being the main character they were able able to show other other people's shit too and like like yeah. Nebula Nebula might have the best arc. So, you know, like cuz I I thought Captain America and Tony Stark's stories were probably the two best. You know, Peter Quill is he, his is still going to continue, but Nebula's has, has rounded out they they did We didn't get a lot of background on Drax. He was just such a good side character. And then they they ended it well for him. And this movie was about Rocket. But I think Nebula, Rocket, Tony, and Steve Rogers have the best stories. Easy. Like, arcs. Like, Nebula went from being the secondary villain in the first movie that just yelled all the time. And we didn't like. To, in the second movie, we understood, you know... Why she was such an asshole to Gamora because Gamora kicked her ass all the time and caused her to get tortured. Mm -hmm. And she didn't trust anybody. And then we got to see her in Endgame and Infinity War because she didn't get dusted. And her and Rocket made that bond. So when she found out that Rocket was alive, she cried when they were on the high evolutionary ship. And it was like, dude, that. And then she stayed and she, you know, they slowly started taking the metal off of her face too to make her seem more human and stuff. Yeah. Um, And so I, I just, I think that she's like a secondary character that is so under the radar and so good. Yeah. Nebula is awesome. what do you
1: think of uh Cosmo? Cause I think that's probably the most, like I've heard a lot of differing opinions
0: there. So I think the, the issue for, and I, I don't have the issue because they, they showed, they showed Cosmo in the first, Guardians movie but she wasn't animated it was actually just a dog on nowhere with the um the collector in the spacesuit, um and is and they show when Rocket walks by they're gonna sell the collector the um Power Stone they growl at each other um and it's in like a cage or whatever and so I didn't know if Cosmo was going to be in here ever but again they introduced her in the this, this special, because they filmed. both? Oh, at they same, did. Yeah, they filmed both at the same time, but the special came out six months earlier. Yeah. So it wasn't absolutely necessary to see, but it it showed them that they bought nowhere. That's why they were they lived there. So if you didn't watch a special, Uh-oh. you didn't know that they were. It's like why are they on nowhere? It's because they bought it, oh, and damn. they they were making the civilization like there because before it was just. There was no regulations on nowhere. It was a bar, you know. It was whatever the collector yeah. owned it, um, and so they made it their own. and And so Cosmo came along with that, and we met her in the uh, the special. And so I I like Cosmo. I don't think that you know it's a dog, and I don't know what capacity they're going to use her. So I don't think you need a big intro.
1: Yeah, but Cosmo is think... super
0: powerful, and and I'm playing the <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy game, and so it's a mixture of the move, the mcu and the comics so i'm still learning more about cosmo and specific and the guardians too
1: yeah i think they did a really good job at making cosmo not too important of a character while yeah. also showing how powerful she is and then also just making her a fucking dog yes like, yeah and the, the entire movie craglin won't call her a good won't mm-hmm. say he's a good girl or saying she's a good dog and it's like through the entire movie like you could like you can tell it's an actual dog because she's so disappointed so
0: disappointed that
1: he won't say he's a good dog they're like please just just call her a good dog
0: (laughs) she's like oh she won't stop talking about it and then obviously it was it was corny there at the end when you know his cragland's destiny was to learn the arrow and and that was cool or whatever um but uh when he, it was corny, but it was cool when he called her a good dog and she, they smushed one of the, um, what are the, the hell, what, are, what, are the, what are those ones called that, that looked disgusting? They, they were called the hell species or something. Yeah. I can't even think of it. But, um, yeah. So I, I liked Cosmo. I don't, I think it was just a little side character. And, and again, watching this, watching the, you should just wait at this point and then watch the, uh, Christmas special next Christmas.
1: Okay. Yeah. Can I, can I not watch it if it's not Christmas?
0: No, you can watch it right now if you wanted to would it, it would be still good? Yeah, yeah, it would still help. Uh-huh. It's cuz it's just about them trying to cheer up Quill and bring him the the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Um but then another thing that was so like I I think that some of the music I some people might not be as high on it as they were the first two movies because it was a completely different tone so i also think that those first two in the fir- or the, the first two movies had the um soundtrack that was so popular that our generation will know most of them right away but there were some songs that i didn't know that i love now because you know it, it gives like i might hear a random song from like the 80s that my parents had on but if I don't have anything to associate it with or like any reason to like your nostalgia, then it doesn't matter. But like, there's some songs on the guardians. It's like, Oh, now I associate it with like, I've heard the dog days are over a fucking hundred thousand times. And it was like, Oh, that's like a cool poppy song, whatever, but I'm not going to turn it on. And now I'll turn it on. And I just like associate it with being like happy, you know, like, and and it's like, and it's like really cool. Um, but like the other than that, a lot of it was like a darker kind of, or like a almost like a punky eighty rock kind of tone, like nineties rock. And then I thought that um, the I thought the creep in the beginning was awesome, set the tone. I love that with Rocket. Dog days are over at the end is awesome. But the fucking hallway scene where Drax rips it open and they're just jamming out and killing all the fuckers to um. This is great. Uh, no um... sleep till Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. There it was. So <laughs>
1: It was so good. Yeah, For Guardians will forever have the best soundtrack in not just any yeah. Marvel tr- trilogy, just any really series of yeah. movies ever. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. just not even close. Like, it's no. every song. It's just, like, that belongs there. Um, 100%. Yeah, and then really my last point, and before I make it, I wanted to ask you, in the Christmas special, do they allude to, like, Peter Quill? Like, I know you said they go home to, you know, get him get his mind off gamora or whatever but like mm-hmm. do they do they you know like the whole thing is him returning home because he's like basically to see his grandpa because he's forgot earth for so long is yeah, that no, mentioned so, in the no thing?
0: he he, he doesn't okay. he doesn't even go home so he's all sad on nowhere and drax and mantis go home oh and they help they help go. they help bring the spirit back uh, and I don't okay. want to spoil it for you because it is funny too. What yeah. you know, the things that they do or whatever. But yeah, he doesn't go back. And as soon as Nebula, or not Nebula, as soon as Mantis was telling Drax that, or no, it was when they were they were um, busting through the shields to get into the Orgo Cor- Corp, and Mantis was talking to uh Peter, and she said something about not going home. Um, because he he was like scarred because that is when his mom died and. Whatever, and he blamed everybody, including his grandpa. Um, I was like, oh, he's going to go home. I didn't think he was going to leave the fucking Guardians. But uh, I I, I imagine they'll see each other again at some point. And if not, I just hope that Chris Pratt knows Star-Lord enough to not let them make anything shitty with Star-Lord without James Gunn. Honestly, and he's good friends with James Gunn, so hopefully he would ask him, he, like, on the side, be like, hey, does this sound bad, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, so they don't so, they don't really mention any of that stuff.
1: Okay, yeah, cause I just didn't know if they had mentioned that, because um, I thought that was kind of cool. Him find like, mm-hmm. if he wasn't going to end up with Gabor, at least it's like, find your peace, go home to your family. Like, yeah. Make that amend, and, like. And he's going to return be normal and yeah and the fact they said he's going to return if they left Mm -hmm. that open and you didn't know if he was going to return again I think it'd be like a little bit of a yeah eh, like I don't know if that's your end
0: it's like because I thought that too before they said he was going to return I was like so you're telling me this guy has spent 25 years in space fighting you know crime being a guardian of the galaxy and he's going to be content sitting at home with his grandpa yeah you
1: know, like
0: what yeah so that just wouldn't have made sense so the fact that he's going to return makes sense or whatever um but uh oh, man i had i had another thought so if, and i can't remember it so if you have a thought go for it i don't have any other thoughts oh i do um one thing that's got to be crazy about this conjoined universe too and that in Endgame and Infinity War, a lot of it was about tying everything together, but it was also about fan service. And a lot of people were pissed that Quill didn't have his um his helmet. Remember, because oh, so yeah. when he, his face puffed up and he almost died, right? And yeah. so I thought that was kind of funny because I, I thought it was supposed to be a joke at first. <laughs> because I and- thought it was too. Yeah, he just started puffing up and looking real gross, and I was like, oh, my God, somebody's got to save him, right? And and so I kept looking into it, and remember in the second, the first Guardians when he goes out and saves Gamora, his face freezes over, but he doesn't puff up. And I, yeah. I keep trying to reach out to James Gunn, and I want him to respond to me on Twitter. I asked him if he doesn't puff up like that in the the outer space atm- atmosphere doesn't impact him because he's still connected with the light in the first one. Yeah. And then it gets broken at the end. And then he's completely mortal in the third movie. So when he's out there by himself, then, you know, I wanted to confirm if that's the reason because I feel like it is. But anyway, people are like, why didn't he have his his helmet, blah, blah, blah. And well, James Gunn broke it, I think, on purpose in the second movie when he was fighting Ego, right? It broke. His his helmet broke. I'm sure Rocket could have created a new one. But I think everything that they do is, is for a reason. Or yeah. else James Gunn would have found a, a a way for him to have it on him during this movie if he wanted him to have it, right? But the Russo brothers were like, "All right, Infinity War, Endgame, all this fan service—we have Star Lord and he needs to have his helmet, right?" Yeah. And uh, otherwise, I, I, you know, I feel like James Gunn would have. So it's it is what it is. So he had to make up a story, and I saw him say on Twitter. He's, and it makes sense because they got to the ship as soon as Rocket got hurt and they left, so he didn't have time to grab it. Um, and they're like, "Why didn't he have his space boots?" And he said, "Because <laughs> their jetpacks that Rocket made are so much better than the boots." Anyway, he he wouldn't yeah. have those. No, but yeah. So that was that was just my other thought. And honestly, we flesh this out. I think Rocket overall is a top five character, and it's kind of crazy and i don't know if if you see it that way but because of his his arc i think it is great yeah i agree um i just think that overall the movie was so good that when you look at it and why he did what he did it makes more sense rather than maybe going in with certain expectations but also i think that i might have had like an inside track on some things to understand it before i saw it yeah um, so how would you rank how would you rank the three movies?
1: I Guardians one's definitely the worst of the three. It's still a great movie mm-hmm. um I'm gonna go Guardians two at number one, Guardians three at number three. I think I yeah. have Guardians two like one or I think I actually have it behind Guardians three right now. I don't know. I think Guardians three is gonna end up being a better movie and it has so much more to it than Guardians Two. The Guardians 2, dude, has just some of the most badass scenes and sad it, it, scenes. It really, it really I watched does. it again recently, dude, because you told me to watch it before. So I did, mm-hmm. dude, and I cried again at the Ravager's
0: funeral. It's the most yeah, beautiful it, thing. It, that The ending of that, that movie, that part right there. Well, and a lot of it, too, is because, you know, it is bittersweet that Yandu dies there, but he's not the main character. So it doesn't – it, like, sucks, but it doesn't hurt that bad, and it's really sad, and everyone's able to relate to that, and you're like, damn – and well, then you I see like- and everybody gets absolutely pumped when when Sticar and all of the other Rav- Rav- Ravagers show up. Yeah. So I, I get it. I would I I always teeter back and forth with the first and second because I love a successful sequel when they're already together and they don't have to form the group. You know, you don't have to go through it. But in the turn in case of the Guardians them forming and coming together is so cool to me because then they work so well by the end of the first movie. And then that's why it bleeds so well into, you know, you just get to see their experience. So I think I got, as of right now, two at number three, but any day it can go to number two. You know, one and two can be interchangeable. Uh, Number one is number two. And then number three is number one for me. Volume volume three is, I, I just... I love it, but honestly, because th- those those three movies are all my top ten uh, MCU movies, and to me, they're probably the most rewatchable because yeah, of everything you're gonna get from them. Like I love Winter Soldier, and I can I can watch all the MCU movies all the time, but you know, there's not a lot of happy in that movie. But it's another reason why I love it. You know, but it's a, yeah, the Guardians are feel good movies and everything. It's great. I agree. I probably talked way too much here. I was, I just been waiting so long. Now,
1: dude, I I knew this one was going to go to like an hour. That's good. dude. we get the full review in, uh, if you're still listening and you haven't seen the movie at this point, <laughs> yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. If, if, um, yeah, if, or, you know, take, 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 uh, your notes of what we said and, and, uh, go see the movie and see, how bad we are at at, at explaining a movie or, and like, one hundred percent.
1: I just opened uh Twitter. Just you know, we're just getting done with the pod. Check it out. The first thing I see is Bleacher Report, all caps. Braun chase down block, and then I look down. They're down eleven in the first quarter. and I'm oh. like, did you really want to just post it like that? I know,
0: bro. Yeah, I'm I got I got it on in the, quarter, on the so. background here. I got it on the background here. I'm not even watching.
1: Jokic had 8, 12, and 5 in the first quarter.
0: (laughs) 12 assists?
1: 12 rebounds. 5 assists in the first quarter.
0: he's just, he's so hard to guard because he's such a big body and he's so smart with the basketball that it's just, he gets to his spot and just makes passes on the market. Everybody knows that they just need to keep moving and shit too. And then Jamal Murray's playing well again, man. I don't, I don't know. They're, um, they're going to be, they're going to be tough to beat There's
1: unless, be unless, beat, unless sure. they can get
0: Jokic in, in foul trouble. Yeah. So, so we go, we going to see, but um, I'm rooting for him just because I'm a LeBron fan. I'm not a Lakers fan. It's kind of unfortunate that LeBron's on the Lakers um, because I don't, want to root for the Lakers. Yeah. Cause honestly, you know, I know RIP and you're not, you know, you know, you can talk facts, but you shouldn't talk shit about people that are dead. But I, I didn't like Kobe for a while growing up because it was like, mo- mostly it was like a bittersweet thing. Cause I wanted the Cavs to play the Lakers in the finals, but LeBron kept choking, whatever narrative you want to yeah. say. I Although he would probably didn't choke, but yeah. Well, oh shit! Well, sorry, I've been I've been talkative. Don't be sorry. We've, this is this has been um, a couple weeks coming. Life life hit us. I started my job last Wednesday. Oh yeah, how's your job going, dude? It's pretty sick. I, I I my my boss is probably anywhere between five and ten years older than me. So he's he's like pretty young and he's really good at it. he's like, you know, really not good too looking old. dude. He's Do like yeah him a lot. Yeah, I like him a lot. Is he he pretty, gives me
1: ra- ra- how hot is he? One out of ten.
0: I'm not gonna do this yet because I'm not. I'm I'm only <laughs> five. I'm only I'm only five days in, and I'm not gonna say anything weird that could get out on the internet. <laughs> yeah, true he true. gives me Roy. His looks give me Roy Kent vibes, though. All
1: right, I don't even know what the fuck that is
0: from Ted Lasso.
1: Oh, oh, Roy Kent. I thought you said Roy Kent. I. <laughs>
0: just messing with you now. (laughs) Uh, Hercules. He's Hercules.
1: Alright, we're over an hour. I'm ending this. Alright. Peace out. How do you want it? Is there anything anything final? Oh, yeah.